Hello and welcome to We're In Between, the podcast that discusses, as told by Ginger, every episode once a week. This week we are on Season 2, Episode 4, entitled The Nurses' Strike. This is originally aired on March 10th, 2002, and written by Sheila M. Anthony. And in this one, Lois is out of work because of Nurses' Strike, and she decides to start running her own cleaning business in order to, you know, get some more money, which is very embarrassing to Ginger. Um, but because Ginger needs a needs money for a school trip to New York, she decides to join her mother, and she finds that she's actually, you know, ends up really enjoying the mother-daughter bonding time. We also have a side plot with Carl and Hoodsy trying to train Principal Millie's dog, the Duchess, and uh, that's a whole, whole nother animal. <laughs> Thanks as always for listening, and we're in between. Someone once told me the grass is much greener. A lot of people are watching along with us. Things are going to be taken a lot further. It does keep the flow really, really nicely, which makes it a show that was really ahead of its time. Where's that petrified eyeball at now? Who's had it last? Macy is amazing, and she doesn't care about what other people think about her. Don't you feel like maybe Dodie represents the instinctive animal ugly part of us? I might have just been having a bad day when I gave it the mat. So the episode begins with uh, Lois dropping off Ginger to school and she has a whole bunch of signs in her car saying overworked, underpaid. She's going through a nurse's strike for better wages. And so far, things are not looking up, but she hopes that things will turn out really better because there's going to be a massive one happening at that day. And so we have the girls excited for a school field trip to New York City. And they're talking about all the cool things that are going to be happening over there, like going to see the Statue of Liberty and going over to Ellis Island and stuff like that. And then we see Cordy and Miranda laughing at Ginger and the crew saying, oh, look, Miranda, how cute. To think that, you know, New York is not just the only thing to do besides shopping and stuff like that, because all they care about is the shopping. And then we have Miranda saying let's call it what they actually call it in new york pathetic i couldn't get over that line <laughs> uh, well ashley when we went came to new york all we did was shop 24 7 right there was nothing literally nothing else to do what else would there be to do casey reed yeah i mean so, the times uh, that i visited new york it's not like i don't know i didn't go to like see a off-broadway show went to see my family <laughs> went to a book event I avoid shopping here as much as I possibly can, and I live here, so I think Miranda's a little off base, and I don't think pathetic is a specific New Yorker word. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they would say a much more explicit word, but obviously they wouldn't have said it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a middle finger, that's the the word for that in, in New York. Oh, Lois has this great line right off the bat at the beginning of the episode that I want to, before I forget, she goes, if we had any more money in our savings account, we'd be broke, (laughs) which is an awesome mental picture. Yeah, I mean, I feel that, man. I feel the debt life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I love Lois. This episode, I think, especially highlights, and we haven't had, like, a Lois strong episode in a while, and this one... She is great. 
She's 100% great Lois. And I love the way she deals with this, right? With this whole nurse's strike. She's so unashamed of it. Like, she she recognizes, you know, this is this is my life right now. And I, if I need to clean homes to make money, then I need to clean homes to make money. And she's she just owns it, you know? Yeah, and the inspiration for her cleaning homes was when Carlin Hoodsey was cleaning houses during summer of Camp Caprice, except without the whole vampire gear. And so she decides that in order for her to get some money into the house, she's going to go around and clean houses. And, you know, cleaning for Ginger is, like, really embarrassing. It's like, but mom, you're not a cleaning maid. You're a nurse. And then she says, well, I mean... Give me a job that doesn't involve with typing and all these things, and that will be fantastic. But until then, I have to clean. And so we cut into Carl and Hoodsy, who are putting up flyers. And, of course, we have the only way that the adhesive is for the flyers is Hoodsy chewing on bubblegum. We see that Principal Milty is over at the grocery store, and we have the Duchess coming in, which is like, oh, look, it's the Duchess from Summer of Camp Caprice. And, you know, of course, because Carl was the one who caught the dog napper, as mentioned in Never Can Say Goodbye, the Duchess is back. But but Principal Milty is still acting like a complete jerk to Carlin Hoodsey. And, you know, because um, the Duchess was unattained and leashless, they decide to take advantage of the fact by saying, oh, um, you know, uh, the Duchess was unsupervised and she was without her leash and you broke the leash law. Uh, Principal Milty said, okay, what do you want in return? And then they said, okay, we're going to train your dog and in return, you're going to have to pay us 20 bucks. And then he said, okay, fine. In two weeks, if she's not trained, then you don't get the money. And he's still kind of angry about it. It's like, dude, they were the ones who brought you back your dog in the first place. At least be a little bit more thankful, you jerk. No, that's that's so real. But the, the yeah, we've had a few callbacks in recent episodes lately. Macy calls back to Ginger's criminal record a couple episodes ago. Uh, Lois calls back to the vampire cleaning service, Sans Vampire, obviously. Um, I just love the continuity in this show and the little moments like that. Yeah, definitely. And of course, um, there have been, you know, subtle hints of a certain other continuity, but we'll get to that in a couple of weeks. So in the meantime, we have Ginger talking to Dodie and Macy about how she's kind of embarrassed that Lois is cleaning houses and that, um, you know, she doesn't really know how to feel about it. And um, we have, you know, just her being concerned about Um, you know, that people would find out that Lois is going around and cleaning houses. And even Ms. Zorsky approaches Ginger saying, hey, um, I heard about the nurse's strike is not going off very well. Are you going to be able to pay for the trip? And then she says, oh, yeah, yeah, we can pay for the trip. And then Lois says, I'm sorry, we cannot pay for the trip. I'm barely making ends meet as it is. But if you come and clean houses with me, then you'll definitely pay for the trip. And she becomes kind of hesitant but she kind of reluctantly goes with it yeah and i think this here is way more real right than the last episode the last episode we see her being so oh i'm embarrassed that i'm nice and i think this is a much more real sort of um build up right of her being sort of embarrassed of one just not having money and two of her mom having to clean houses for the money and her sort of coming to terms with that just feels so much more ginger and so much more in line with how things would go than the previous episode. 
Yeah, this is definitely a very common episode to have in various slice of life cartoons. Like, oh, my parent has a very embarrassing job. We see this in Doug in which Alan Moo don't want Doug to come over because they don't want to know that their father isn't a brainy scientist. And instead, he, you know, is a baker. And we have Arthur in which Francine is very embarrassed that in career day, they get to travel around and see, oh, my dad does this for a living. And her dad happens to be a garbage man. So, yeah, this is a very common thing that we see in various cartoons. And with in this episode, it's definitely very valid because, you know, cleaning houses, especially for maybe some families, it means, oh, you can't do anything else. You can't do anything smart. You have to... Um, you know, this is like a job for poor people. And I can definitely understand why that Ginger would be very embarrassed by it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And I am very glad that Ginger learned the lessons she learns in this episode. And it's why this is one of my favorite episodes of the entire series so far, because the single emotional and maturity journey that Ginger goes on just in this one episode is really profound. I thought I thought it was beautifully written. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we see Ginger and Lois cleaning the houses together and then mingling and talking and Lois sharing stories about her college years and just bonding. That was so incredibly strong. It's such an amazing moment. And that's why I love this episode so much. Yeah, I love like they're like, oh, I didn't know you used to live in New York. Like things like things just start coming up between them. And I, I think I know personally I've had these kind of moments too where like something will come up between me and my mom and I'll be like, oh, I didn't even know, I didn't even know that happened. That's so interesting. And it's just such a genuine moment, right? Like we see Ginger actually growing into wanting to be friends with her mom. And I think it's just, it's just great. Yeah. I mean, we're not getting into the levels of like Gilmore Girls, but we do definitely get to see they're definitely a lot more closer in this episode than you know, they have in previous episodes, which isn't to say that they haven't been, they didn't have a good relationship, but we see the relationship is much stronger. Right. The side plot with the Duchess is kind of ridiculous. I do love the moment when Carl won't call the dog the Duchess. He keeps calling her Duchess. And Hoodsy says, how would you like it if someone called you Arl instead of Carl? <laughs> yeah, the dog plot at first wasn't super interesting to me and then they have this really adorable montage with them with hoodsie bonding with the dog and i think it's so cute and it made everything right again just like you know them trying to train her and slowly slowly learning and all that stuff together it's great yeah they're so domestic and great and i'm not gonna like gay ship the two of them they're one of the few that i wouldn't in this show it doesn't quite make sense even though they're very close um, but they're so, like, domestic and good at, like, they're, they're a well-rounded pair. Yeah, you know, and one of the fan questions, uh, one of the questions that I was reading a few weeks ago, um, there was somebody who was kind of shipping them, but they also wanted to ship Carl and Blake because Blake kind of had, like, a, like, kind of like a antsy kind of relationship. But, yeah, uh, anyway, skipping yeah. over to... Skipping over to the plot, so unfortunately things, uh, you know, ha cannot be like cheerful forever because Miranda finds out that Lois is going around and cleaning houses. Ugh, why is she awful? Why is Miranda so awful? Why does she have to be terrible all the time? Yeah, seriously. Oh, wow. Ginger's mom is cleaning houses. I hope she does windows. And then she just has this over-the-top laugh. It's so loud that it scares off a little kid crying. Yeah, it's... 
she's just so awful and especially because you know ginger's just in a hard time right now and the way that Miranda's like oh i have a lot of money so we can hire her to clean our whole house this is so you know i could embarrass her it's just it's very in place for Miranda, but it just goes to show how vile she is and how even when Ginger's sort of in a rough spot, she doesn't care at all. And Courtney is almost as bad, in my opinion. She, Yes, she's not as malicious, but she goes along with everything. She, You know, if there is a villain, it's Miranda. And they're all humans, of course. But, I mean, Courtney's along for the ride on a lot of this stuff. And uh, she comes out looking pretty ugly from the episodes we've watched up to this point. And I hope that she has a redemption arc in the rest of the show. But I'm not holding my breath. Don't. <laughs> anyway, so continuing on. So basically, um, Ginger, you know, finds out that Miranda knows when Miranda approaches her in school and says, Hello, Ginger. And then Macy says, Wow, that's even creepier than usual. And then she said, So, uh, the Gripplings maid is off in vacation and they need a cleaning maid. Would you happen to know somebody who does cleaning? And then she basically just leaves. And then Ginger's like, What was that about? And then Miranda's, and then Macy says, I'll tell you what it's about, cowboy. She knows. And then we have this creepy scene in which when she's just standing there and the students walk past and then she completely disappears. So I guess we can wrap Carl and Hoodsy's plot up. So they, okay, so the two weeks are up and the and they show Principal Milty that the Duchess has been fully trained. And so he decides that, okay, you win. But then when Hoodsy pulls out a muffin and the Duchess sees that there's a muffin-shaped chair she decides to chew on it. And so then afterwards, they decide, well, um, uh, you know, you broke off your disagreement and we're going to still tell the judge that, you know, you broke the leash law. And then Hoodsy says this great line and said, oh, I don't know. We can look pretty pathetic in front of the judge. And they have the that sad face. And, and then Principal Multi says, okay, fine, 20 bucks. And uh, he gives them the $20 and he tells them to go away. Yeah, which honestly, 20 bucks is like nothing, right? Like that's for the amount of hours they had to put in to get the amount of training that they did. 20 bucks is pretty cheap. Yeah, it is pretty cheap. And then again, they're kids. They probably think that 20 bucks is like a lot of money to them. But then again, they made who knows how much money in their food cart business last week. Right, yeah. They just can keep reinvesting in their new weird projects. Just, you know, I like like the fact that the principal was like trying to hold out on it. I was like, dude, give him 20 bucks. Like, even if this training's not perfect, like the amount of effort they put in was well worth the $20 to you, right? Yeah, he's just a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> basically is what I'm getting at. I mean, seriously, I know that he's had, you know, rough history with Carlin Hoodsy in the past when he was their principal, but just let it go, man. Come on. Anyway, so I guess we can wrap up, uh, you know, Ginger's side plot in which when Ginger finds, uh, so Ginger tells Lois that, oh, you shouldn't go over to the Grippling residence because, you know, um, you, you know, you, you aren't you going to be embarrassed by it? It's then... You know, aren't you going to feel bad? And then Lois says this wonderful line about Ginger. They can't make me feel bad because I don't feel bad. One of the best lines of the entire series, I think. Yeah, absolutely. This is like one of my favorite moments. And it pretty much solidified on why Lois is my favorite character in the series. Because 
she basically is really honest and she is unafraid of anything. She just tackles life on and even if things don't turn out for the best, she just keeps on going. Yeah, and, and just the way that she she has such a firm grasp on reality and I think she gets to sometimes why Ginger doesn't and she's willing to deal with it, but just you know, in, in her mind, if she needs to work and clean these houses, she's not going to feel bad because that's that's what she has to do. And I, I just love that attitude. It's it's so great. And she's such a great role model for Ginger. And uh, yeah, Ginger ends up owning it. They go and they clean Miranda's house together and shamelessly. And I just think it's so great. Yeah, especially when Courtney looks down on the floor and she sees her reflection and says, Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. I look better on a floor than in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Courtney, so vain. So, so vain. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, such a classic, classic Courtney line. Yeah, so the, you know, the sort of Lois in passing on her morals to her daughter in a way that isn't preachy is one of my favorite things about her, and this episode is an incredible example of that. Yeah, I guess if there's nothing much we can say, I guess we can give our ranking of yay, nay, or meh. Yeah, I'll be happy to be the first one to throw a yay out on this one. I think it's great. I love the way that Ginger bonds with her mom in this. We get to see them sort of, like I said, grow into closer friends. Uh, we get to see Lois just be great on her own, right? And uh, even though the Carl Hoodsy side plot wasn't my favorite, it did have a couple of cute moments and definitely wasn't my least favorite either. Yeah, this one gets a super yay from me. The first super yay that wasn't retroactive. So far, the only ones I would use it on from the past are Little Seal Girl and uh, Hello Stranger. But this one is added to that illustrious list of super yays. I think it's just a phenomenal episode for all the reasons we've already talked about. Yeah, I'm going to have to give this a yay as well. It's one of my favorite episodes in the series, and it shows Lois off as a great mom and role model. She's not afraid to clean houses. She doesn't feel embarrassed with it whatsoever. She's just trying to help support her family and her and the household. And while the Carlin Hoodsy plot wasn't as great as compared to last week, um, it was actually a pretty nice callback to, Kim, to Summer of Camp Caprice with Principal Milty and the Duchess, sort of like continuing on with that story. And seeing Hoodsy with the Duchess is pretty adorable. So yeah, I definitely give this one a yay. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.